0: Welcome to this episode of the Motherkind podcast. It is me, your host Zoe Blasky. This is the show that's going to help you ride the emotional roller coaster of motherhood with more ease. So, I did a solo episode last week and you all loved it so much. I decided to do another one. In this episode, I am going to transform your relationship to guilt. In the last solo episode that I did, which was called Four Motherhood Mindset Shifts I'm Making in 2024, I got hundreds of messages about guilt And how I was talking about how I am completely transforming my relationship to guilt. So I thought I would do a deep dive on it for you all today. So just this weekend, I was away for a friend's 40th. Now in the past, I would have felt guilty about that. I would have felt guilty about leaving the kids. I would have felt guilty about asking my mum to help. I would have just felt guilty about the whole thing. This time, because I put in place what I'm about to teach you today, I felt zero guilt. I was present with my friends. I absolutely loved it. I felt really happy and positive and then I came home and I just felt amazing to be reconnected with the girls. So I know these tools work, they've worked for me, they worked for clients and I am so excited to share them with you today. And because I know that lots of you listen to this when you're doing other things, so maybe you're driving, maybe you're pushing the buggy, maybe you're in the kitchen, maybe you're pottering around doing something else, maybe you're on your commute to work. I have created a free download for you so that you don't have to sit there scribbling notes for all these tools. I've done it for you. It's beautifully designed. It's in a really clear, easy to read, three-page document that is free, completely free. It includes journal prompts, mantras, and all the key ideas that I talk about in this episode that you are going to need to transform your guilt because I just want us all to be free of it. Honestly, I am on a complete mission with this. I am fed up of guilt, unnecessary guilt, making us feel Feel bad because we all deserve to feel good in motherhood. So I've designed it for us. All we have to do, all you have to do is DM the word freedom on Instagram. Click the text below this episode or go to motherkind.co to get your hands on it. So let's dive in. I read a study recently that said that 94% of mothers experience guilt most days. Now, I want to find that mind-blowing, but I sadly don't because I speak to thousands of mothers week in, week out, and I know how prevalent this feeling of guilt is This feeling that we've done something wrong, that we're not doing it well enough, that we need to be different or better. I just know how much it eats away at us. And, you know, my own research on our community over on Motherkind completely agrees with that. I asked the other day, how often do you feel guilt? And 90% of you said most days. And, you know, almost every client in my coaching practice that I've helped over the past six years has struggled with guilt. So I have developed this coaching method that's going to help you completely transform how you relate to guilt. You know, I used to feel this too. Most days when I was early in motherhood, I'd feel guilty about how much I struggled with breastfeeding. I'd feel guilty about not being able to soothe the tears. I'd feel guilty that I started work too soon, guilty that I didn't work start work soon enough I feel guilty that, you know, eight months, my eldest watched a screen for two hours when I just had nothing else to give. I feel guilty that I didn't enjoy every minute. I feel guilty that we chose the wrong first nursery and she wasn't happy there. I felt guilty when they had sugar. I felt guilty when I said no to sugar. I felt guilty for loving my job so much. Guilty for taking time for myself. Guilty for not taking time for myself. I just felt guilty about something big or small most days. And you know what? Feeling guilty as a mother is so ingrained in our experience. It even has its own name, mum guilt. You don't get dad guilt or person guilt or human guilt. You get mum guilt. That is because it is so ingrained in our experience of motherhood. And I completely want to unpack that for you and change that for you today. Because We really deserve to live our motherhoods and mother our children without this unnecessary guilt breaking us every single day. I want you to experience the freedom that I feel sat here right now and that I've given to hundreds of clients over the years. And a lot of that freedom comes from being able to make a choice about guilt. So, here is the first key idea that I really want you to hear and absorb, which is that. We can feel guilt, but we have a choice about what to do about it. There's this incredible book, you might know it, it's called Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel. I just highly recommend it. And my favourite quote from that book is this, between stimulus and response, there is a space and in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So, this isn't about saying, stop feeling guilty. That is not realistic. It's about what do we do when we experience these feelings of guilt. And by the way, saying stop feeling guilty is infuriating when I see that because it's only psychopaths who feel no guilt. We want to stop feeling unnecessary guilt and stop the guilt making us feel small and disempowered and just bad about ourselves. That's what we want to stop. And you know Dr. Rick Hansen who's just an incredible expert that's come on the couple of podcasts, that come on the podcast a couple of times. He said to me, what arises when guilt leaves is just a bone deep feeling of worth as a human, worth as a woman and worth as a mother. And when he said that, I was like punching the air. I was like, yes, that's what we deserve. And that is what we want. So how are we going to get there? Let me teach you my 80-20 guilt rule. This is a completely new way to look at guilt. I've developed this over the past seven years where week in, week out, I've spoken to thousands of mothers and leading experts. So this tool, while it's simple, it's the result of thousands of hours of work. You know, I really subscribe to that thing that it takes a lot more work to make something simple than it does to deliver something complex. And hopefully, I really hope, you'll tell me, but I really hope that that's what I've done. I've taken quite a big, complex, mixed up ball of just feelings that we're calling guilt. I'm trying to untangle them for us all so that we can make sense of our feelings and not only make sense of them, but do something about them. Okay, so here we go. The first step of the 80-20 guilt rule is to understand what guilt really is. Okay, so true guilt, true guilt is when we've acted out of line with our values and we feel a pull to do something about it. So the other day I stood on my little one's toe, she screamed and cried and I felt guilty about it rightly so I said sorry and I made a note to self to watch where I'm putting my big stompy feet next time and that is what I call good guilt now you might be thinking good guilt are you kidding me how can guilt be good but you know I know it's not nice to feel guilt but it is useful because it gives us information and every single emotion that we have developed from, for a reason, right? So guilt developed from an evolutionary perspective to help us stay part of the tribe. So we developed a discomfort when we did something wrong. So actually, good guilt, When we do something that is out of line of our values, out of line with our standards, out of line with who we want to be, we feel guilt and we do something about it. It is a good thing because you can only feel guilty when you have empathy. That's why psychopaths don't feel any guilt because they don't have any empathy. So how you feel about something that you've done, you step into someone else's shoes and you think, oh, that's not ideal. I feel guilty about that. So imagine if I'd stood on Rose's toe, made her cry and felt nothing. You guys would probably have been a bit worried about me and I would have been a bit worried about me. So good guilt is actually an amazing signal at the level of empathy and connection that we have with our children. So we need this good guilt. It actually helps us be who we want to be in the world. It might help us apologise or self-reflect, which are amazing tools if we're going to have more positive, meaningful, connected relationships with our children but here is the shift and the absolute second core idea that is so vital is that of all those horrible feelings that you're feeling about only 20% of the guilt you feel is this good guilt so what about the other 80% that isn't guilt at all What I've observed is that the feelings and emotions around motherhood are so complex and we are so stretched for time and we just don't have the space often to reflect on what's really going on. We just call it guilt. It's as if we've given ourselves one colour of the palette and we've just painted ourselves in that one colour and gone, it's guilt. So whenever we feel anything uncomfortable in motherhood, we call it guilt And it isn't guilt at all. I think we've been using this word guilt as a catch-all to describe all the complex web of feelings and reactions. And it matters so much. You might be thinking, why does this matter, Zoe, if I call it guilt and it's not guilt? Well, because if we use the wrong label, we use the wrong solution. And then we can't get ourselves out of it. So if we think something's guilt and it isn't, then we think we have to change when we don't. So 80-20 guilt rule, 20% is good guilt where yes, there might be something you've done. It's not ideal. You make amends, you change, you do something about it. Fantastic. 80% is not guilt. So let's dive into this pile. I'm using my hands. I know you can't see me, but we've got a pile of 80% of, of these complex web of emotions and feelings and things going on that we're calling guilt. I have broken these down into five strands, five threads of that ball of wool that we're going to pull, and understanding each of those is completely going to transform how much guilt you feel and how you respond to it. So, on to the first one. The first one is tension. So much of what we call guilt is actually just tension. Tension is the push-pull feeling of not being able to be in two places at once. It's not guilt because you haven't done anything wrong. You haven't done anything wrong by going out to take care of yourself on that walk. You haven't done anything wrong by working. You haven't done anything wrong by telling your children, I just need five minutes. It is tension that you're feeling. And just like when a rope is under tension, you might feel tight in your body. You might feel really pulled accept the tension whenever you make a choice in any choice there's tension because we have to accept the one we didn't choose right if you choose a you can't have b we have to accept that so if you choose to go to the work meeting or you have to there'll be tension that you're not also at the school opening meeting or if you choose to go to the school open meeting there'll be tension that you're not at work accepting the tension is an app Absolute game changer. Because when you think about it, that tension is just ever present in motherhood. There's always that push pull of things you could be doing, different choices you could make. The moment we accept, huh, I'm feeling some tension because I've made a choice and I can't be in two places at once. You know, that rope that we're pulling tight and there's loads of tension. Accepting it is like dropping the rope. Your shoulders drop, everything feels better. I accept the tension in making choices. Today's podcast is sponsored by Mama Rising, the world's first international coaching federation recognised training, which shares the insight of matrescence, the history and theory of motherhood and the skills to coach and support mothers through this massive life change. So Mama Rising is a unique and trademarked five-month online-based matrescence training certification and enrollments are now open. So just go to mamarising.next for the next next course beginning in March. That's mummarising.net. If you're interested in supporting a woman's experience of becoming and being a mother, either in pregnancy, postpartum, in the workplace, in your business or in your community, this training means you'll no longer be guessing at what mothers need. Instead, as an accredited Mama Rising facilitator. You'll be able to coach and support mothers individually or in a group setting through all their struggles and emotions, including guilt, and redefine their experience of being a mother. Plus, you'll join the most supported and activated community of change makers around the world. You can find out all about the training and the enrolment at mummarising.net. That's mummarising.net. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stresses, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And therapy is a space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down, therapy is just an incredible, safe, non-judgmental space. I absolutely love it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule, which I think as busy mums is what we all need. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash motherkind today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash motherkind. Second one, I call standards. And this directly links to tension because when you make choices, you're also choosing the standards that you'll measure yourself against. One of the biggest drivers of guilt, guilt in exclamation marks, not real guilt, I see is measuring ourselves against too high standards or standards that simply aren't ours, and then feeling guilty when we fall short. So, Sophie, Dr. Sophie Brock on the podcast said to me, motherhood guilt is so prevalent because we're measuring ourselves against what we have been conditioned to believe is the ideal mother. And when she said that, I got a whole body, yes, that's it. You know, I had constructed this ideal fantasy mother who did every pick up and drop off. She never shouted. She made every meal from scratch. She was basically perfect. And then when I would fall short of that, obviously, I would feel guilty. Now, it was only when I became aware of what I was doing, I stopped feeling so guilty for not being this perfect, strange robot mother and actually being a imperfect human one. So maybe you don't need to try harder. Maybe you don't need to do more. Maybe you need to lower your standards. So then it makes sense, doesn't it? The next two questions we would ask ourselves. The first one is, what standards are you measuring yourself against that aren't yours? And then what do you want your standards to me? As Rick Hansen said to me on the podcast, define your own standards job description. And I loved that because we get to do that, right? That is freedom. You get to define your motherhood job description. What do you want that to look like? Not the one that you've absorbed from all those ridiculously perfect posts on social media or our families that's been passed down the generation or society. You get to define it. And I'm telling you, because I've done this and I've had hundreds of clients that have done it too, when you define your own standards and you measure measure yourself against those, you will transform 90% of this discomfort and the guilt in air quotes that you feel. Now, there's something really important that you have to know here. When you define your own standards, you might probably go against what's expected of you or what feels easy for those around you. So, for example, if a standard you want to measure yourself on is rest, you know, I want to raise my standards for how much rest I'm able to get in motherhood because you've listened to Mother Kind and you know you can only be the mother you want to be when you're rested. So, you start to make that change and there is going to be discomfort because anything new, any new pattern that you try and put in place and break an old pattern, maybe of overdoing it, overworking, keeping busy, you are going to feel discomfort. So you might think, do you know what? Normally, when the kids have screen time, I would run around like a banshee, cleaning everything up, just going crazy. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sit down and have a cup of tea. You might feel some discomfort when you do that. But that is not guilt. That is a sign. Of growth. Discomfort is a sign of growth. I absolutely, this idea has changed my life as well because I used to think when I experienced discomfort, it was because I was doing it wrong or I was guilty. Uh uh, it was because I was breaking old habits and patterns. So when you start defining your own standards and actually living them, you will feel some discomfort because you're breaking out from what you thought you quote unquote should be doing into what you actually want to do and what feels good for you. So, here's a mantra for you on standards. I am allowed to define my own standards. Any discomfort I feel is growth, not guilt. All right. So, on to the third one, which is inner critic. Right. Most of the mothers I know have got a really strong inner critic. You know, that little voice in your head that tells you what you're doing wrong, why you're a bad mother, why you're not good enough. And yeah, you guessed it. We call that guilt, but it's not guilt at all. It is not guilt and we need to identify it as the inner critic so that we can put into place the right solution. This is actually a massive topic that I teach on often. I'm incredibly passionate about it. I've got a full training that I put together actually for us on this. So that is also linked in the show notes to this episode. So here is something that I absolutely know to be true. The more we care about something, the louder the inner critic gets. So in motherhood, I've never cared more about anything than my children. So of course, my critic gets really loud. And I'm just so passionate about helping us with this because most of us, we're trying to be happy, joyful, present mums, but it's impossible with this constant critical thoughts in our heads. You're not good enough. You're doing it wrong. Why can't you do it like her? You're not doing it right. Just constant. So, Here's a key idea I want you to get, is that we can't control the thoughts that come into our minds. I actually have kind of critical shaming thoughts most days. They've definitely reduced, but I still have them most days. The only thing we can control is what we do with those thoughts. So having a thought and not making a reality is a massive skill. It is what the whole practice of meditation and mindfulness is based on and is trying to help us do it is huge but we can practice it in those one percents so just for today practice if you can notice one critical thought and don't make it true so you can hear it go you're such a crap mum or you messed that up or you shouldn't have shouted or why are you doing that or you're not good enough and you can notice that thought and not make it true As I said, this is a massive, massive, massive topic. That's why I've put together this completely free audio guide for us that you can get if you just click the link in the text below this episode, wherever you're listening. So a mantra for the inner critic is, I choose not to believe my guilt thoughts. I choose not to believe my guilt thoughts. Alright, now the next one is absolutely fascinating. You are going to love this next one. And it's called permeating. And you might be thinking, what on earth is that? Let me tell you, this is when we take on other people's feelings and turn it into our guilt. Now this is from Dr. Becky who is the founder of Good Inside, she's unreal. And she said this to me on the podcast, we've been taught to take in other people's distress and transform it into our guilt. And then once it's our guilt, we have the responsibility to rework it instead of the other person. She said this to me and it was like, honestly, mic drop moment for me, because that is exactly what I was doing. I was... Other people around me were having feelings and I was taking them on as my own and calling them guilt. So let me give you an example of this. You're trying to go out to meet your friend for dinner. It's in line with your values to connect with friendships, to keep a part of your identity outside motherhood. So you're not doing anything wrong let's run it through what we've learned already it can't be guilt because you're not doing anything wrong it could be tension because you want to be at dinner you also want to do the bedtime but you can't so you're going to accept that tension you might be running a false standard or a standard for you that says do you know good mothers don't go out at bedtime so you quickly define yourself a new standard and you say actually I'm allowed to go and see my friends and it's okay that my children are sad about it and Dr Becky actually teaches that we build resilience by our children learning they can handle some distress you know when we go away and we come back so it could be this penultimate idea of permeating that we are taking on our children's feeling or our partner's feeling or our friend feeling or our family's feeling as our own and we need to hand it back so when our children cry as we leave that is their feeling. We don't need to let someone else's feeling make us feel guilty. I feel like I need to say that again. We don't need to make someone else's feeling, allow us to feel guilty. So Dr. Becky uses this tennis court analogy, which I love, which is like, imagine a tennis court, but instead of the net, there's a glass wall between you. Their feelings are on one side, you and your feelings are on the other, and you do not let their feelings come into your court. And if they do, you definitely don't pick up the ball and start feeling guilty about it. This takes... A lot of practice, I have to say, but you can start small and you can use the mantra that I use all the time. I don't have to take on others' feelings as my own. I just feel like that idea gave me so much freedom. Huh, my kids can be sad that I'm doing something and I don't have to feel guilty about that. My husband can be pissed off that I'm doing something, which means he has to pick up extra load. I don't have to take on his feelings about that. It's just it is game changing, absolutely game changing. And I would really encourage you if this idea is resonating or you want to learn more, go and listen to that Dr. Becky episode on Motherkind. It's just it's unreal. That whole episode is just jam packed of insights and tools. I've definitely left the hardest one for last, which is shame. So a lot of what we call guilt is actually shame. And here's the difference between shame and guilt. Guilt is I did something bad. Shame is I am bad. Guilt's about behaviour. Shame is about who you are as a person. And I think a lot of what we call guilt is really shame. So I'm a bad mother for shouting. That's shame. It's like we feel bad for something and then we double down. We make it worse for ourselves by deciding that we are bad. So here's the difference. Good guilt might say, I shouted at my kids today, I'm tired, I'm worried about something at work and I'm stressed. I'll apologise to them at bedtime and make sure I get an early night tonight. That's an example of good guilt prompting us to make a change. Shame might say, I shouted, I'm a terrible mother. And just in that difference, can you see the difference? With good guilt, there's room for compassion. There's room for change. You might need to make a tweak. With shame, we just write ourselves off. There's nowhere we can go from there. Like, where do you go from there? I am a bad mother. I am a bad person. There's nowhere to go from there. And that I am is the clue that you're in shame. Now, the quickest way out of shame, it might surprise you. It's actually by sharing it. So Dr. Brene Brown is just she's the master of guilt and shame. She studied it for decades and she says shame can't survive in the light. And what she means by that is if you share it, it reduces. And I know this is true because when I run coaching groups for mothers, the more vulnerable someone gets, someone might say, I feel like a terrible mother because I have these intrusive thoughts. I feel like a terrible mother because sometimes I wonder if I made a mistake. I feel like an awful mother because sometimes I fantasize about running away. When those vulnerabilities and those shames are met with nods and smiles from other mothers in the group, I have literally witnessed in front of my very eyes shame dissolving. It just dissolves. So if you find yourself in the shame spiral, I'm terrible, I'm not good enough, share your shame, share it with someone trusted, not someone who's going to judge you or reshare or even shame you again. And if you don't have that person, a really beautiful practice is to speak it to nature, like go in the garden, go to the local park and just speak it out. And I know it sounds a bit bonkers, but something really magical happens when you do that. You will feel a softening. You will feel some more compassion coming in. So the mantra that for shame is, I am not bad, I am trying my best. I am not a bad mother, I am trying my best. Okay, that is a lot, isn't it? So let's do a quick summary. Guilt is an overused term in motherhood. We use it blanket, in a blanket way to describe a web of complex emotions and feelings and reactions that happen in motherhood. It's like we don't have the roadmap for how complex emotionally motherhood is. So we just slap this label of guilt on it. And I think that's really problematic because it doesn't help us or it just eats away at us. So we need to break it down using this 80-20 rule, right? So 20% is good guilt. That's where, yes, we've done something not ideal. I need to feel a bit guilty so I can make an amend. I can make a change. I can make a tweak. Absolutely. Remember, only psychopaths experience no guilt. We don't want that. But we do need to unravel this whole big 80%, which is what we call guilt, but it's actually not. It could be tension. It could be that you're measuring yourself against too high standards. It could be that your inner critic is getting really loud. It could be that you're taking on others' feelings, or it could be that it's turned into shame. Can you see how transformative these ideas are going to be? Because we're actually breaking down this blanket word that we're using into tools and ideas that are absolutely going to help you transform how you feel. This is such a quick path to feeling more empowered, feeling more happy, feeling more confident. If you haven't been taking notes, and if you're like, I really want to start putting this into practice today, right now, download the free guide I've created. I've summarised everything that I've talked about, and I'm even going to put in there a really beautiful flow chart that's going to help you take something that you feel scan it through my 80-20 rule and see what solution you need to support yourself i want you i want us to transform guilt i am on a complete mission with this so if you want that download just click the link in the text below this episode dm me the word freedom on instagram or go to the website motherkind.co and you will find it please do share this episode. You know that stat that I said at the start, 94% of mums experience guilt most days. So pretty much every mum at the school gates, the nursery gates, in your NCT class, in your antenatal classes are going to be feelingless. Let's be those mums. Let's be those people who not only validate the people around us, but give them solutions. That is my mission with Motherkind. I want to give us all solutions that can actually change how we feel. So grab this link, put it in your mum's WhatsApp group, share it with a friend. We need to stop guilt. This guilt that isn't really guilt, keeping us small and stuck. I am deeply grateful for you and I will see you next time.